Hi, I'm Joseph Walter, and this is Loving Theology. So I think for me, probably one of the most real fears that I feel is the fear of being alone. I wouldn't say that the word alone really describes it. Really, if I could describe it better, I think I would say that I have a desire to have a true connection. That I'm loved whenever I am doing things that I know aren't lovable. That I can be comfortable to share a thought that I know isn't a thought that I should be having. That I don't have to edit my speech to make sure that I'm accepted at the end of the conversation. While my relationship with Monica is a close approximation of this, and I'm very grateful for it, we're both limited in terms of the grace and patience that we have with each other. Where can we find that love where we don't have to be afraid, where we don't have to hide, but we know that we'll be accepted? While none of us are capable of this love, this is precisely the kind of love that's described for God's love in 1 John. In 1 John 4.18 it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. The reality of my experience of it is that I don't always feel that love every day. It's, it's almost more of a detached, rational notion. I know that God loves me. Rather than a daily experience of his love, where I feel his love for me. And that leads me to wonder, is this an inevitable reality of life? Or is there some way in which we can have a real relationship with God, a real close friendship with him, where we feel his love for us on a daily basis? One of my favorite verses in the Bible demonstrates how this was literally true for Moses' relationship with God. In Exodus 33:11, it says, the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. You see, Moses' relationship with God consists of what all of our friendships do, an open-ended conversation. So we know from this series that God desires to have a conversation with us. And we've also learned ways that we can improve our ability to understand and hear him whenever he does talk to us. But how do we start that conversation where we can relate with God and truly find friendship, truly address that feeling of loneliness that we have? Last time I explained it in part by relating it to intimacy within marriage. And intimacy is rooted in this concept of knowing your spouse and being known by them. Being known by God means comfort for us. And if I can demonstrate that, I'd like to use a story from the New Testament of two disciples who were on their way to Emmaus. They were walking along the road and they were talking about everything that had happened after Jesus' death. But then Jesus appears to them and he walks up beside them, but they don't know that it's him. What are you all talking about? They say, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened here in these days? Now, obviously Jesus knows what's happening, but still his response is simply, what things? While Jesus knew everything that they were talking about, he wanted to give them an opportunity to express it, express their own experience of it, to get it off of their chest. But so often in our conversation, I think we limit sharing whatever's on our heart. Either because of fear or shame, we don't really want to fully express where we're at. But because we know that he already knows, we don't have to edit our speech. We can just let it go. We can express it in all of the anger and frustration maybe that we're having, in all of the sorrow that we're feeling, in all of the angst that we have, we can express fully where we're at and know that we're going to be accepted at the end of the conversation because we were accepted at the beginning of the conversation. So I think the fact that God does know us actually enables us to express ourselves more fully and completely than any other relationship allows us to do. He's extending an invitation to start a conversation with you by asking you, what things? What things are bothering you? I want you to take him up on that invitation so that you can feel the freedom of expressing exactly where you're at without having to edit your speech, knowing that you're loved and accepted. Now, I said that intimacy was being known by God, but it's also knowing God. And I think that the benefit of knowing God is that we know his wisdom and we know his counsel and we know what he would do in the situation. How do I deal with this frustration or shortcoming that I see in myself? How do I deal with this situation and this opportunity even that's come to me? So often we shortchange ourselves in prayer, 
using it as a platform for a monologue to list all of the things that we need God to do, rather than the dialogue that it's intended to be, where he can give feedback to us. Now let's go back to the story of the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. After listening to everything that they had been through and all of the way that they had experienced the events, Jesus then opened to them the scriptures and he talked to them in such a way that at the end of it, whenever he was about to go on and they were at their destination, they begged him to stay with them. And after he left, they had this to say, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? God has the power to renew our perspective and it causes in us this reaction of excitement, of inspiration where our hearts burn within us to see things through his eyes, which produces life in us. That kind of conversation is available to you. I want you to feel this invitation to a friendship with God. I want you to feel this invitation to a conversation with him. God is asking you what things are bothering you. Don't feel that prayer needs to look a certain way or that you need to pray for certain things. Just express where you're at, start a conversation. Friendship with God is the cure for the loneliness that you feel. His relationship with you is the one where you will feel that acceptance even whenever you're unacceptable, where you'll feel that love even whenever you're unlovable. He is the friend that you have been looking for. Next time, I'm excited to have Monica share with you. In God's perfect timing, she's been walking through this very thing, struggling to hear God and feel confident that he's called her to something. So she's got something of a surprise for you next week as she tells her story. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss out. I promise you're going to love it.